Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 327 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking about the Summer Game Fest reveals, including how wrong Joe was in his predictions. Spider-Man 2 release date, baby. Final Fantasy Rebirth is 7 is on two discs, and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday night at usually 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on YouTube.com slash at PS Trophy Room. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you enjoying your Blade Runner 2044 universe you got going on there? Uh, 2049. 2049. Yeah, by a couple of years. It's okay. It's not bad today. Yesterday was, oh boy. For those Whoa. who are not aware, the Canadian wildfires or uh, whatever they are. Yeah. Um, we're getting all the smoke down here. And it's the Diablo marketing went pretty hard for, for no reason out here <laughs> yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. It was really bad. Like, it honestly. Real bad. I So I got out of work at around like 4.30 on what was it Tuesday? And I was like, I like, I smelled kindling. I saw like smoke in the distance. I'm like, is there like a house on fire nearby? Yeah. Uh Like what's going on? And then like, I I, I get, I get to my house. I'm like, there's, it still smells like wood. It smells like a, like a smoker outside. You know what I mean? Like, like a, like a grill smoker. And then I turn on the news. They're like Canadian wildfires and it's going to be worse tomorrow. Yeah. And like, I mean, New York City was legitimately orange, like Cheeto dust everywhere. And even at like, like at work, my coworkers were getting nervous. They're like, this looks like the end of days outside. Like this generally doesn't look bad. Funnily enough, not the first time I've experienced that kind of color out in the sky. Oh, really? Uh, When I was out in SF for Kind of Funny Prom, the Mm -hmm. day after there was a fire in California and it was orange. We, I woke wow. up and was like, what is happening? And yeah. people who are out there are like, yeah, this, it happens. Like, how? Well, how is this, first of all, it's not normal. Second yeah. of all, it's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Third of all, I, I think that's why my cough is so bad today. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's been like nonstop. I'm trying to tell people, uh, my family in this house, just keep the windows down for a day. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wait, the fresh air that's outside... I, we're all asthmatic. We're all sick. Let's not add Let, to it. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? let's, please. Even me, like I'm not that asthmatic, uh, humble brag, but <laughs> I was, I was walking one of the clients around the facility and like just five minutes out there, I was just like, whoa, I feel like I'm smoking again. Like this is not, this is not cool. <laughs> like this, this really sucks. So like I, I purposely have like trapped myself inside for the next like day just to, Get make sure everything's just Canada. Yeah. Are you guys done? Are you guys finished over there? And also, yeah, who you, started are, it? Are y'all good? Are you what? Did we do something wrong to you guys? <laughs> what happened? Let us know because crazy, it's so crazy. It makes the world seem like so much smaller. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, who we, but listen, I came prepared 
to a world full of ash and soot because I've been playing a ton of Diablo 4, just like our giveaway winner, Storm... How do you you say it? Storm Season. Season. Storm Season. Oh my God, you're so good with that internet lingo. I see SZN and I'm like... You're so good at this, Kyle. My if I'm if gracious. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm no, pretty so, sure it's because now that's it's like okay, that's super cool, and I'm just dumb and old, mm. and I don't mm. get it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. That said, congratulations. Of course, our giveaway was you rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You get entered to win like Storm Season did. Uh, And trust me, we'll be doing a lot more giveaways in the near future. And as long as you gave us a five-star review and you shared it, you are locked in for all future giveaways. So I want to thank everybody uh, for tossing out their reviews over at the Trophy Room on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because we broke over 1,000 reviews because of y'all. So combined total. So thank you all so much. That's where, crazy. Where are we sitting at? Are we sitting at one and a half stars? Are we? We we at two? What, what Somehow is the five stars. Get out of here! I know four point eight, but I'm rounding up. Okay, hey, I'll Isn't take that? it. Thank you. And this episode's special because we're only covering really three stories this whole entire episode, but it's quite. It's, they're quite expansive. So let's start with the first question to just you know, roll us into the show. And that comes from the penultimate conquest. They write in, did this feel like an E3 level showcase for the two of you? Of course, they're mentioning the Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest showcase that kicked off what will be a whole bunch of just shows from Ubisoft, Capcom, Xbox, yeah. the whole lot of them. Kyle. How yeah. did the showcase feel to you, man? Before we get on into breaking down every PlayStation game revealed there, I want to know what, what your thoughts of the show was. I think this show was okay. Okay. Just uh, just as I'm thinking about it, because there are three distinct things that I f- remember from the show. Yeah. And they happened at the very start. Okay. In the middle. Okay. And at the end, okay. everything in between is just kind of like in one ear, out the other. Like, I know it happened. I know there's cool stuff being shown, but it didn't feel like Big mega bomb here, mega hit here. You know, like all the games look cool. Again, I'm yeah. never not going to say that games don't look cool because they all look cool in their own right. But nothing like nothing was screaming at me like this was awesome. I thought like every time Jeff brought someone on the stage, although it was really cool, yeah, dragged on a little long. Yeah, I think the dips were were longer than they weren't. If that makes sense, I think this is the best key three. <laughs> I love I love people using that, and I'm stealing it. Um, I think this is the best one he's done. I oh, think yeah, I can, in I terms, can see that. Yeah, in terms of like, um, you know, the commercial element, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't in your face. It was kind of just like you blink and you forget it. Like, people were out really bummed out by the DoorDash deal because they all thought it was like <laughs> 16. But, um, but like, outside of that and, like, some, like, average, like, podcast advertisers, like, it was really lowbrow. And I kind of think it, it, it was more like, hey, like, I'm pretty sure Activision paid for Warzone to be there, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I think, I think we're starting to see maybe 
you know, publishers and developers kind of start to pay into being at that showcase because it started to mean something. And because of that, it's not as gratuitous as like the Chiquatro Man days. Fair. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually really enjoyed it. I actually yeah. thought this was really great. Um, I think it was like a B plus show. Like I was just looking at my notes and there's, as I'm toppling over things, like there's like a half a dozen games I've gotten. Yeah. And there, right, right there alone, it's that's a fantastic showcase. So like for me, I actually, I, I don't know if what the internet's reaction is. Because mm-hmm. usually I'm the polar opposite of the internet. Yeah. But like, I really loved it. I, I, I really like it was so, it was solid. Don't get me wrong. It was it was solid, and I do agree. As far as it comes to summer game fest shows, mm-hmm. I think this was his best one. Yeah. Um, I think it did help that there were that moments where he let the audience react, and he yeah. reacted to the audience. So having a live audience, I think, did help. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was a solid thing. Just maybe. Mix up the ordering a little bit better, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it, but Spider Man 2 was shown, and then I lost you for a solid five, ten minutes. Yeah, I was processing <laughs> so, like, things in life to have that maybe towards the end or maybe at the beginning a little bit. I would have been a little bit better, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that said, I really loved it. Again, we're gonna break it down as we go, but before we do a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, it's Pride Month. That means we got Pride merch. Uh, so head on over to our description. We got some awesome designs from our good friend Kelsey, uh, who has a Pride design where it's like you're popping a trophy on the shirt. Yeah. I really love it. And the name of the trophy is Keep Hunting Together. Yeah. It's and nice. we have uh, 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 the rainbow. We've got trans. Mm-hmm. We've got non-binary, bisexual, lesbian. Um, if there is one that you don't see there, we can just Kelsey offered to have it available for you. So just let us know. We want to make yeah. sure you feel represented and wear a yeah. shirt with, with, with some pride uh, what man. You are on there. Yeah. Yeah. It makes, it makes me feel nice. And of course that goes to prism. It's a youth based charity that helps folks in South Florida. It's really awesome. It's all youth led. And we were super impressed when we were, you know, looking at what's a great charity to donate to, mm-hmm. you know, there's always those big ones that you can, you know, it, it's really easy like like Trevor you know, Foundation, they do great work, but we wanted to, you know, we know we're a smaller show, so we wanted to make sure we can make an impact on a smaller area, so that we yeah. our impact could be could be more so. So also, go help the folks over at Prison Florida. It's in Florida, and you know, like fuck it's the people crazy in charge in of that. Florida right now. <laughs> exactly, man. So that said, go over there, support the show that way. Just go support a great foundation and it's all, of course time for our patreon pitch of course it's what we say each and every week the reason why we look so good we sound so great is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash p s trophy room i want to thank our newest member matt valdez who is our platinum member he sent me a really hey. nice uh dm thank you sir you thanks man notice thank you our premium producers todd berwitz and toxic our other platinum members jay shea jedi master ren Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, The Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Strubles and Bits, Bertos Maximos, Chris, and Hybrid 748. I want to thank our gold members Cypher Primus, Doss Simon the Pie Man, Hybrid again. Hmm. Joe messed up the notes, but you know what, Hybrid? 
you get two shout outs Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hyden Doris, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, uh, Androsasaur, and Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, The Winter Gamer. I, I see you trying to sneak the name in there yet again. Uh, and Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold ET, Tino 6 Speed, not to be confused with Tino 7 Speed. That's his cousin, and they have a rivalry. And Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, and Spamming Bam. And thank you all for your generosity for the month of June. And come July, we're doing the biggest refresh in Patreon history. We're talking new merch. We're talking, well, new and improved tiers. We're talking new shows. We're talking a whole bunch of stuff coming your way. And, uh, you know, a little, little sneak like preview. Mm-hmm. If you loved us arguing about Aloy versus Ellie, yeah, you know, Ellie, you're really in for something because Kyle's <laughs> got an idea that might just end our friendship, and that's all on Patreon.com/slash/ps trophy. Now, Kyle, it's finally time to square up the Summer Game Fest showcase, and before we start, no Kojima. Yeah, right. Part of me. I don't know. I don't know if I want to you get like too up? deep into it. No. Maybe maybe Xbox has Kojima talk about that Xbox game he's making. I'm maybe it was maybe too much Kojima mm. in the three days or whatever it is. Yeah, I know because now he has like he has a uh, a documentary with PlayStation talking mm-hmm. about the creative process, Death Stranding, and all that jazz. It's also coming to Mac, right? He, it's coming to Mac. He was at the mothership. Which That's is crazy. what us Mac users call. And let's shout out to those goofy goggles. <laughs> Show your eyeballs. Oh my God. $3,500. What are you doing? Oh, damn. Tim Cook, what are you doing? Hey, right, Kyle. I see you wear that in public. You're begging to be robbed. Why? $3,500 to spend on a pair of VR goggles that's yeah. wired. It's not even wireless, I'm pretty sure. No, no. It's, wi- it's wireless for two hours and there's battery packs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Kyle, I don't know if you know this selling point, it has the Vita UI. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Like, we have the Vita at home UI. 1,000%, yeah. The audacity. And I'm with it. <laughs> I have no shame. But you know what? No Let's notes. Let's get into this. <laughs> yeah, no notes. Let's get into this yeah. Game Fest showcase. Yeah, so Summer Game Fest... Uh, started off with Prince of Persia returning with the Lost Crown next January. To kick off Summer Game Fest, Ubisoft revealed a brand new Prince of Persia game, completely separate from the Sands of Time's remake. This is a 2D action game that looks more similar to the series' classic titles. That said, it certainly seems to be more action-focused, with the Prince taking on some huge bosses and using a variety of combat abilities in the gameplay-filled announcement trailer. Prince of Persia The Lost Crown will be released on January 18th, 2024. I also want to note, and this is my bad, uh, Thomas Franzetti, uh, he writes for Digital Trends, made most of this list, so give Digital Trends and Thomas a uh, click because they definitely deserved it. This was by far the best breakdown that we that I've seen on a showcase, just period. Yeah. That said, they kick off with a surprise here, Kyle. 
Prince of yeah. Persia Returns, man. The Lost I Crown. It. I loved it. Right? It's it's Prince of Persia at its roots, which is an action platformer. 2D. Mm-hmm. So what makes you what makes you happy for it? Are you a little bummed that it's not, you know, the three D you know, sands of time that we were sure. all kind of hoping for? Um, no, not bummed. Mm-hmm. Um because I think they could both live and, uh, 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 oh my God, have success on their own. Okay. Like it can't be one or the other, but I have both existing, I think, is, is great. Um, a little shocked that Ubi didn't want to just hold on to it as a, a surprise at their own thing in a few days. Right. Um, maybe that's their way of getting around potential leaks or whatnot, but like, I know uh, from what I've heard, it's a pretty penny to get a spot on uh, Jeff Keighley's stage for Summer Game Fest to have oh, a spot. So, assume, like, yeah, one would assume the fact that you're doing your own showcase a few days later and you still spent that much money to get it as the first game yeah. is pretty wild to me. But uh, game, the game looks great. It looks like um, classic Prince of Persia, fun, yeah. fluid. Uh, um, I love the main character's design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know his name, but it, it's not the Prince of Persia we all know and love. Yeah. It's um, no Jake Gyllenhaal. No, it's not him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks great. I don't know what I don't know your history with Prince of Persia. Like I loved all of them. Yeah. Uh, even that weird cell shaded one, which is can be debated whether or not it's good or not, but I, I enjoyed it. I'm actually not a huge Prince of Persia fan or stan. So me seeing this, this would probably I, yeah, I'm pretty actually I'm pretty sure and I'm confident you you could revoke my gamer card here. I think this would be my first Prince of Persia if I played it. Um, I never was uh, a big Prince of Persia fan. I remember Sands of Time coming out. What was for the PS2, I believe, Kyle, and that that always like there was an allure like i wanted to play it but i don't know what stopped me from asking my mommy to drive me to gamestop and getting it for me <laughs> maybe first allowance all, was stopping first me, of all you, know? you said mommy that's yeah. adorable Thanks. second of all the ps2 well, I mean, I'm covers at this time yeah the ps2 covers of the prince persia games are top tier oh yeah they're they're gorgeous. Uh, uh, uh warrior within and uh, what two thrones yeah as well as the the original forgotten sands man those are so good yeah but this one, I, I, yeah, I would definitely hop on day one for. I also like the idea of like, yeah, we could bring a game back to its truest roots, and it doesn't have to be this, you know, sixty, seventy dollar triple A MSRP. Like, you know, I see some folks going, oh, I would love to see a triple A, AAA, you know, Mega Man game. I'm like, never. Like they've tried, they've tried to be kooky and weird with it. Like Mega Man just is what it is. It's like this awesome side scroller yeah. action game, and it's the mm-hmm. best at, at that genre. Mm-hmm. So, like to me, to see Prince of Persia go back to its roots and not necessarily have to be, you know, something that looks more like Assassin's Creed, um, mm. makes me makes me happy. Yeah. I like perfect perfect uh, time as well. A nice January game. Yeah. For like this kind of style thing, man, it's gonna be a great yeah. way to kick off the year for sure. Yeah, January eighteenth. Let's go. Woo. So, are we doing yay or nays, or are these all gonna oh. be yays for us? You know what? I'm gonna say yeah. I'll say yay or nay. So you're both. Okay. I'm a yay, both, yeah, nay. I'm a yay. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. uh, yeah. That was followed up by Mortal Kombat One gameplay debut. Uh, 
After an announcement last month, we finally got a look at the gameplay for Mortal Kombat 1. It still looks like the brutal kind of fighter we've come to expect from NetherRealm, and it's also being realized in a very graphically impressive detail. We also got a first look at the game's cameo system, which lets players call in additional characters to help during a fight. This trailer and Jeff's conversation with Ed Boon afterward confirmed that characters like Baraka, Goro, Stryker, Sonya, and even and more will be cameo fighters in the game. Mortal Kombat 1 will be released for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S on September 19th. Yeah, guys, this looked incredible. Ooh. Yeah. This looked really, really good. Also, like, we shouldn't be shocked. No. Netherrealm are always knocking it out of the park visually and, and just gameplay-wise. Yeah. But, like, visually, this thing is stunning. And it is, I think it's more a, a bit more vibrant. It's a little bit more, like, colorful as well. I love the stages that we saw yes. here. Yeah. It seems there's, like there's it. a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can tell it's it's not just I mean it is just on a 2D plane but like to see in the distance and have the detail in there and like at the first stage at like the bar there's just some people sitting on the bar back there yep. as you're fighting and stuff like I love those little kind of little details yeah um, you know for me I think just seeing again the vibrant the colors like seeing these beautiful blues and greens popping with the viscera that you're seeing in front of you. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of, it lends itself a bit more shocking, kind of like a, kind of like a midsummer, like midsummer looks beautiful. <laughs> you know, there's flowers everywhere. That's great. And yep. then you see an old guy just jump off a cliff and just, yep. blood mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's, it's, it's shocking. You'll be shocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's gross. But like, you've seen this <laughs> grotesque stuff in such beautiful environments. Like Mortal Kombat's always been that game that I've, wanted to be good at and never can but i always see myself buying every single time around this Mm -hmm. one is is no different so yeah a a big yay here i'm I'm gonna be picking this up day one it's a big yay for me too because i do want to experience the story because i've heard the the latest iterations of mortal kombat have a pretty great story and this is like a reboot or like a what do they call it uh It, it is it's like a soft reboot Almost. Yeah, like it's like, like it's acknowledging. It yeah, it's acknowledging the timeline before because things yeah. have definitely changed because of Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. So they're going back to basics. I think that is, it's going to be strange for people. I think by calling it Mortal Kombat One, it already is strange. But I'm I'm down. Everything I've seen, the game looks super impressive, and I. I can't wait to see what Ed Boon and team, I, you know, has really done. Here. I'm a little not worried. Maybe the cameo fighter thing, I, I makes me a little iffy. Okay, because some some of the characters will only be cameo fighters, and you won't fight with them. Mm-hmm. They'll just be able to like, you know, do attacks on the fly uh, on inputs. I think is what Ed was talking about. Yep. But you can do the like the main cast of characters as cameo fighters as well i think he was talking about like you can do sub-zero and have sub-zero with you uh i yeah. think it, which is pretty funny but it adds an like, extra layer to these characters that yeah, i really I, love like, we, we saw old school jacks there without the metal yeah. arms we saw old school sonya and kano i hope they're not just cameo and i can play as jacks jacks is like my favorite mortal kombat character fair my, so I'm, have, ba- I'm basic i love scorpion i think he's cool yes yeah, Sc- also, you know, we we had this debate on the live stream or 
But like Scorpion or Sub Zero, who's who's the cooler one? Scorpion. It's Sub Zero. Scorpion. I think it's Sub Zero. I'm not even it's... acting at this point. I think it is wild. You think Sub Zero is cooler than Scorpion? Are you kidding me? First of all, he's blue. Best color. Okay. Well, I don't see. I don't see color. You took it there. I did it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Shoots okay, ice we... out. Yeah. You can do so much cooler things with ice than you can. Oh, here's a little rope with a spear. Oh, get over here. No, get get out of Are here. Are you kidding? First off, what, that a, is... what a lazy attack. I'm not going to go to you. I'm going to pull you. Get out of here. Whatever. What? I'm going to fr- I'm gonna freeze you in place, and then I'll walk Dude, up and I shoot a, a chain out of my wrist, and then I grip the whatever I want, person or otherwise, violently towards me. Yeah. Like, that is cool as all hell. I'd much rather put ice on the ground and slip slide over and knock your teeth out. But no, you're not going to Frozone. You just shoot icicles out He of does. Hands. There's a Sub-Zero attack like that. But I don't think I don't think there's any longevity to the slide. Mm. Like I think you're I think you're getting like a yard or two. You're not get you're not a going yard? the distance. Where are we in Europe? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, you're getting uh, that's football terms. You're getting a yard in with the slide, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, that chain, that chain goes pretty far, and you don't need anything larger than like two yards away from you to reach. Okay, we're not, we're not gonna. This is not. I'm not. No. Mm-mm. Why are we? Why well, are not you talking? Nights, in, I need to slide anywhere. And and yardsticks. I'm just saying, dude. It's a cool. Get over here. I'm what, not saying it's not cool. Sub Zero is what the does cooler Sub-Zero character. Say? What does Sub Zero say? Freeze. Watch out, an icicle. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> he does not sound Ooh, like freeze. that, sir. Pew, 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 I'm sub-zero, I'm a little bitch. So, okay. No. Whoa. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Uh, again, Scorpion, better character. We'll move past it. Let's get to the next game. <laughs> Before yeah, let's keep this entry for this next game. <laughs> yeah. Sonic Superstars. A brand new 2D Sonic game called Sonic Superstars was announced during Summer Game Fest, sporting crisp and colorful visuals, multiple playable characters, and co-op gameplay for up to four players. Sonic also has some new abilities that let him do things like run on walls and up waterfalls. Mm. Sonic Superstars will be released for PC, PS4, and PS5 this fall. Dude, I I don't like Sonic. Uh, we all have gotten over this. I don't like, and I need to like kind of specify here. I don't like 3D Sonic, mm-hmm. but I will f- around with a 2D Sonic. Like Sonic Mania is, is pretty spectacular. Seeing this game and it going, oh look, it's just cute little Sonic. His head's bigger than his little body. Cute little Sonic. Yeah, oh. he's a cute little guy, and he's running around being cute. I'm in on this. This is actually day one. I don't think it'll be on PlayStation. I think it'll be on the Switch. But like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I loved what I saw here. I thought this game looked great. I'm a nay. I don't like Sonic at all. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Not even the movies? It looks... Eh, they're okay. No, they Uh, suck. You can say that. I I still need to watch the second one before I pass judgment, but... (laughs) I I don't know. It's cute. I like that they're they're reimagining the originals, but... I don't know. I don't know. Sonic's just not for me. Uh, fair enough. Fair also, enough. Also, did it? Didn't someone in chat say that this was going to be a seventy dollar price tag? Uh, let me let me look at that. I don't I don't know for sure. That could be just like a placeholder thing. For okay. The, 
for a time. But you you describe what we, we saw next, and then I'll look for it. <laughs> sure, I'll describe what we saw next in a little one sentence, but you'll get it, everybody. Nicholas Cage will come to Dead by Daylight on July 25th. Jeff had Nicholas Cage, the renowned actor, who was almost Superman at one point, uh, on stage to talk about his character in Dead by Daylight, and Nick Cage did Nick Cage things. Um, I like Dead mm. by Daylight. Um, yeah. I think it's super fun. I love that they got Nick Cage in there as like, not as a killer or anything. He's a survivor, uh, so he's trying to escape everything. Um, oh, it yeah, is, I think it's cool. Yeah, it looks like it is a sixty dollar game. By the way, so oh, sorry, okay, super sorry. All right. Um. Listen, I love this. I'm going to be real. They really poured a lot of money, not just getting Nick Cage in, in their game, but then flying them over to this 10-minute, like, him talking about, you know, I'm not a gamer per se, but I have a family member who's quite, yeah. uh, likes Somebody it a lot. very close to me who yeah, loves that by daylight. I'm a Coppola. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> forgets, you know? Yeah. My brother made The Shining or whatever. It's like... <laughs> And I got stung by bees once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. C- cool. Not as cool as Keanu, though. That will always be. Tops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, just so you know, Joe, and everyone yeah. at home, I don't know if it's on the Zencast recording. You're coming a little crackly at times. Oh, am I? When you're talking. Just a little bit. I don't know why. All right. Well, while I talk about this, I'll let you know. Yeah. Probably it's the smoke. Who knows? Well, it could be. Uh, this one comes from uh, Sal Romano over at Gamatsu. Liza P delayed to September 19th. Demo now available. Souls like action RPG Liza P will launch for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam on September 19th, a delay from its previously planned August release window. Publisher NeoWiz and developer Round 8 Studio announced. It was also it will also be available via Xbox Game Pass. A demo is available right now for all platforms. Quote, I, I got I got the quote here. I, I can see you struggling. That that oh, New York air okay. is getting to you, bud. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Uh, we are beyond excited to announce that Liza P will launch September 19th on console and PC. And that fans everywhere can play the demo right meow, said Liza P director Sean Chow in a press release. We hope the, uh, sorry, we hope the experience delivers on our creative approach to the Souls-like genre and interpretation of the Pinocchio lore. And we're looking forward to seeing the response from our incredible community, unquote. Kyle, I, I told you we needed to delay the show by an hour. Just so yeah. that I could play this game, get my hands on it. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's like, this is Bloodborne, but P- Pinocchio. Yeah, I had a, a nice 40-minute talk with uh, Mike Tanjaro, who played it uh, for 6-1 Indie, the demo, before this. Yeah. And uh, just listening to him gush about it, like, I need I need Joe to play this as soon as possible. Not that you didn't already know about the game. You knew about it. Yeah. But everything I heard, I was like, man, this is a Joe-ass game, if I've ever heard of it. And does the demo live up to the hype? I'm I am so impressed with this game. Like I am too. This is this is a feat because one of the things that like we we talked about previous is you know souls like games get rated differently or graded differently because no one can do it like from software. Mm-hmm. Like everything kind of feels like imitation souls. You know, mm-hmm. the character doesn't move as right or you know the combat doesn't feel as good. Mm-hmm. This definitely feels like 
hey, we really liked Bloodborne. Like, it's one of our favorite games. And uh, since they ain't going to make a sequel, we will. And since we can't, you know, use that IP, we'll use a weird uh, fantasy IP um, to 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 kind of go around it, to build this this Victorian era. Uh, well, because- it's, it's not just that. It's, it's, it's similar to, like, all that Winnie the Pooh stuff that we're getting. Yeah. Pinocchio is now, like, public domain. So yes. they took Pinocchio and they and they wrapped it up. This is a Pinocchio story in a Souls like and a very creepy Souls like. Um, the whole cast is there. Jiminy, you you have to go find Geppetto. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you run into other characters from from the lore in the demo and stuff. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It feels really good. Like this this is a competent this is this is a competent Souls like, and in a way where. Most of them, again, outside of like Team Ninja, fail to do. I think this game, I think these devs can stand toe to toe with, you know, the Team Ninjas and and even the From Software is going. Hey, this is a really competent, well mm-hmm. put together game. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like the hey kids, we got Bloodborne at home. This is like, hey, we're doing also our own thing with it. You know, we're not just taking the IP. Like, what one of the the systems that they have in place? You know, Bloodborne. You get hit. You have the ability to take get most of your health back. Mm-hmm. In this game, if you fail a parry, you lose some of your health, but you're able to get it back via your attacks. So it doesn't work just like Bloodborne. It has Bloodborne like uh, tools and gimmicks, but worked in unique ways where it feels different enough where it is again standing side by side not like hey can i take your notes and let me like you know yeah. let me let me let me let me see your homework for a second it, yeah it also does some really cool things like if you run out of your health flasks you'll gain them back by attacking it's like yes you need to be aggressive in this game because it's going to benefit you it's not like a wait and and see kind of thing and like there is no shield mm-hmm. um you, I don't know how far you got in the demo. I beat the first boss, humble break. Okay, I got to the first boss. He kicked my ass. Um, you you can switch off. Uh, from what Mike told time. me, yeah, uh, you can switch off the metal arm, and yes. the metal arm will have different abilities attached to it, um, which is a really cool way to go around, like the, you know, the bloodborne mm. firearm kind of thing. Yeah, the modular weapons. Yeah, uh, another really like super time. really fun quality of life things that I love that they do. Yeah. Plenty of really good shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when you die, it will tell you how many souls are left behind. Yes. Like yes. in the corner, it'll have like in the red how many you lost. So you know if it's worth going back to get them or not. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just that little small little detail thing. I love yeah, that's one of the, the to go back to the bonfires. I forget what they call them here. They, stargazers. Stargazers. Yeah, where when it's you like, wish upon a star. That's why it's all oh, Pinocchio themed. I love that. Yeah. Um, but like, it's not the the one of the problems with like Dark Souls Three was there's too many bonfires. Mm-hmm. At least in this demo, there was like one, and mm-hmm. it was interconnected in such a way where, yeah, I had to walk to get to the boss, but it wasn't like a, it was. <clears throat> something that was two seconds away because I unlocked that door or when I got to the halfway point, there was a door that I could unlock and it's back at the main area, the main hub. So like, yeah, I never felt lost if I felt like the levels were really well put together. Mm -hmm. And again, like 
the enemies that I'm encountering are oh challenging and I'm learning from them. And yeah. they're so cool and creepy. Yeah. They're these mechanical. mechanical puppets. Oh, I love it so much. Loved it. This was I was I, I knew Liza P was gonna be something special. This just proves it to me. And Dewane Rocks just says in the chat, this is another big Game Pass win. Probably, and sure. they say, probably not going to buy it because it might eventually end up on PlayStation Plus. Probably. But like that, yeah, this is a huge, huge win for them. Because this yeah. being on Game Pass, way more people are going to try it out. Which means way more people are going to come into the Souls-like genre. And that's awesome for me. So Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what I, what I played, a good hour of Liza P, I am excited to go back in. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, after after Liza P, uh, we got a Bon Jovi joint, which demonetized our video, but it's fine, among That's other fine. things. Yeah. John Carpenter is working on a horror action game called Toxic Commando. John Carpenter, Saber Interactive, and Focus Entertainment revealed John Carpenter's Toxic Commando, a new FPS game where players cooperatively fight hordes of zombies with guns and a wide variety of vehicles. Considering John Carpenter's pedigree with horror, this is a, certainly a game to action horror fans should keep an eye on. That I, I either read that weird or it was written weird. Uh, John Carpenter's okay. Toxic Commando will be released on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X in 2024. This looked fine. This looked okay. It, it looked like a like a double A, uh, like yeah. Back for Blood or Left for Dead. So yeah. if that's your jam with like some vehicle combat in there, if that's your jam, this is something to check out. Oh, uh, really quickly, go back to Liza P because Chris in chat mentioned yeah. something that I also really like. Um, when you die in a boss, your souls are left outside the boss arena. Yes. So you can grab them, go level up if you need to before you go back in, which is great. I like that a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, following uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, we got Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2's co-op campaign got a new gameplay trailer, which also revealed a release window of this winter, winter quote unquote. Ooh, three person uh, co-op too. co-op and you said it perfectly i'm a big fan of warhammer 40k um space marine mm-hmm. i know there's a huge there's the lore in warhammer is impressive but the war the lore in 40k is truly bonkers uh from what i've read it's 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 pretty crazy stuff and seeing space marine to get co-op three-player co-op really exciting because the game was very much of the time of like hey here's a somewhat kind of gears of war style third person shooter then blend it with some you know devil may cry like if i'm if if i'm giving you the elevator pitch melee combat involved and you're kind of building Mm -hmm. out your space marine the way that your play style kind of plays so seeing that expanded here i cannot wait for this game i'm super super mm-hmm. excited but this winter does sound like 2024 yeah yeah i mean when you really think about it this winter is six months away it's Ooh. closer than i think we all think and realize yeah i want to give your lungs a bit of a break again you've been breathing in these toxic fumes i okay. want to read the next one for you appreciate Goodbye. you Baldur's Gate 3 adds Jason Isaacs to the cast and a new collector's edition revealed. This comes from Gabe Gurin over at GameSpot. Larian Studios is officially nearing the end of development on Baldur's Gate 3, and the studio showcased the game during the Summer Games Fest on June 
8th. The presentation gave us a fresh look at one of the most anticipated games of the year. Unlike the previous two games, Boulder Gate 3 makes a use of turn-based combat based on the D&D 5e role-playing system. And it launched on early access back in the day on in 2020 on PC. But there was a surprising new addition tucked away in the game's new trailer. Renowned actor Jason Isaacs is joining the voice cast as Lord Invor Gortash. Uh, if you don't know who Isaac is, he played Lucius Malfoy in Harry Potter, and he hit Dobie, that son of a bitch. I'll never forgive him for that. You don't lay a hand on Dobie. You never do. And he played the Grand Inquisitor in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, described by Larian Studios as a man who, quote, freed himself of the bonds to envision wonders and become a master both of men and men mechanics or mechanisms gortash appears to have imposed be an imposing figure on a large amount of gravity oh, with a large amount of gravitas and the ability to command a room and an army without breaking a sweat quote i want to lead this city to glory not scorch its earth gortash declares in a rousing speech depicted in the new trailer kyle you're really excited for this this is an arpg for you how are you feeling about it, man? Are you excited to jump into Baldur's Gate 3, August 31st? Would you consider this an ARPG? Absolutely. Top down? Got role-playing yeah, elements? I, I, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm super in, in, into this. I, I found myself loving Dungeons & Dragons, at least watching it. And the few times I got to play, I've enjoyed it. So having that be intrinsically tied to that system... And using all the same rules, and it's like actually Wizards of the Coast and everything it, it is a part of it, and the systems and whatnot. Uh, plus, Larian making um, Pillars of Eternity. No, wait, no, that's Obsidian. What am I thinking? Divinity. Divinity. Oh, I played a little bit, and, and it is is also very very good. Uh, very they make tough. great things. I played a little bit of this back in 2020 on on PC, just a little bit, a and had a had a great time. So um, I'm very happy it's coming to PlayStation because I'm all in. Hell yeah. I was trying uh, to find this new collector's edition revealed. I can't find yeah. it. Can't find it anywhere. Come on, GameSpot. Uh, yeah. For me, I'm excited, but I need to, I mean, June is packed. I don't know where I'll be by the time Final Fantasy 16 comes out. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. But I'm excited yeah, yeah. for it nonetheless. I hope it does. I hope it does well. Here's another one for you, Kyle. I'll read this one and then you got the okay. rest. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Alan Wake 2 received an extended gameplay video after the Keeley, uh, in afterwards, Keeley interviewed the game director, Sam Lake. Um, I don't know if extended gameplay is right. fair. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. 30 45 seconds of yeah. uh saga is her name right yep. yep of saga walking around uh lighting visuals top batch yeah looks it, great it looks phenomenal it, it gave me uh, so the one vi like vibe it gave me is resident evil 2 vibes where it's like hey there's two separate campaigns here but they're tied together so you got Allen's and then you got sagas and you're playing them separately from each other. Um, they show it does it bounce back and forth. I thought they bounced back and forth. No, this is, yeah, this is two separate campaigns okay. that you're getting to play as saga. Her gameplay that we've seen 
It reminds me a lot of Alan Wake using that flashlight a whole great yep. deal. And it's also giving me that control vibe as well when you're finding, you know, interesting ornaments of power. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. In, in the area. So, though it really wasn't much of gameplay that we saw, I am, uh, I'm liking the vibe that they're giving out. And you said it perfectly, Kyle. The year that horror games have given us, what a mm-hmm. year to, to live in. Yeah. Stellar. And that's if we still get Silent Hill 2 at some point this year. Yeah. Eh. Probably not, but like Probably still. Not. Yeah. It's... The, the tent poles of horror games are happening this year, and it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Take it away with the next one, bud. Quantic Dream announced its indie label Spotlight and its first two releases. This comes from Chris Scullion over at VGC. Under the Waves is set for release on August 29th and will be released... Uh, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Developed by French indie developer Parallel Studio, the game is set in a, quote, techno-futuristic 1970s and follows a professional diver called Stan as he explores the depths of the North Sea while, quote, struggling to overcome a life-changing loss, end quote. Players will travel through the ocean and explore caves and wrecks while also, quote, following the mysterious manifestations of Stan's memories, end quote. Uh, also, they uh, they showed off Lisfanga, uh, the Time Shift Warrior, which is due later this year on PC. Another game developed by a French indie developer, Sand- Sandor Studio, Lisfanga follows Ime, a protector of the realm who's been given powers by the goddess of time. The result is a hack and slash game with tactical elements as players rewind time and create duplicates of Ime, uh, eventually building a small army who head in different directions to perform multiple actions at once. That game, that that game is mine. I cannot wait till this game comes to P, uh, PS5 because, like, the solving puzzles aspect is always unique. Of like, hey, you know, here, you know, like work with time or work with a previous self to solve this puzzle. But it's more than that. It's like, hey, yeah. solve this combat by playing different variations of yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped. But you mentioned it. This is why I put it in here. This is Quantic Dream, a former. PlayStation partnered studio branching out into something bigger, uh, an indie publisher. So, and not really just that they they were like the ad break thing of yeah. this. They had two of these here. It was similar to the year where we got a bunch of uh, oh my god, League of Legends stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, and but this a bit more palpable. Yeah, a bit more. Uh, yeah. It's cool. Um, right. Under the waves isn't my jam. It was wasn't a whole, like didn't sing to me. Fair. Los Fanga does look cool though. All right, fair enough. So so it becomes the console. That said, here's another thing that we keep seeing that uh, every time we see it, we're like, okay. Crossfire Sierra Squad got a live action trailer. It comes out this August. VR, PSVR, uh, and Steam. Joe. Yes. Why aren't we seeing Firewall? Why no, right? Why are we why are we seeing Crossfire Sierra Squad with that awful font and not Firewall with Firewall Ultra Zero? No. Firewall yep. Ultra No Firewall something. Zero Ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something yeah, like yeah. It. Anyway, game looks far better <laughs> than what what we're seeing oh, here from Sierra no, Squad. 
No, and, oh yes, yeah. Yeah, and like like Firewall is a beloved IP. The fans love it. What I got to play of it on PSVR one. I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with it with PSVR two, but I wanna see it. <laughs> I yeah. still haven't yet. So that's a little bit frustrating. I but. will say though that this crossfire trailer I thought was better than the one we saw at the PlayStation showcase. Yeah, fair enough. Ga- gameplay wise, at least. Yeah. yeah, fair, fair enough. Hey Kyle, I'll read the next one for you, bud. Sure, take it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, Kyle, listen again. Air quality is poor. If you need to cough, because sometimes I hear, I, I see you like you're ga- oh, gasping it's, for air. It's, it's, it's. No, I'm not gasping. It's I'm getting a bubble in my throat as I'm talking, okay. and right. I don't want to burp into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that would be gross. Like, I, if you need to cough, that's to. fine. But you yeah, know, yeah, I, mean. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right, bud. Marvel's Spider-Man Two comes out October twentieth. Let me read that again. Okay. Cause I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like you're, you're with me here, audience. I'm gonna let me just. Marvel Spider-Man Two comes out October twentieth. Audience, are you with me here? October twentieth, Spider-Man Two, PS Five comes out. The game. Wait, one more, one more time for the people in the back. Sorry, Spider-Man Two, PS Five comes out ten twenty twenty three. That's American lingo, but it'd be got 2010. It. Whatever, you get it. All right, I confuse you <laughs> even more. October 20th. The game's creative director revealed that the game's box art and artwork uh, featuring the Craven, sorry, featuring Craven and Venom. During this, he confirmed that Venom will not be Eddie Brock in the game. Which, um, you know, you played the first game, you kind of maybe knew that. And yep. also confirmed that Queens in Brooklyn are fully explorable. More importantly, uh, though, a release date has been announced. Spider-Man 2 will be released exclusively on PS5 on October 20th. Also, Brian Intahar was very confident about October 20th. Yes. Very. Very confident. So, yeah. So, (laughs) why wasn't this at the showcase? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I do know. It's another beat, right? It's another it's yeah, another PR uh, beat that you're riding Spider-Man hype with Spider-Man uh across the Spider-Verse. Here's another Spider-Man thing to be excited about. Yeah. I yeah, I'm I I'm with it. you. It makes sense. Yeah. All right. So let's well, talk well, about the additions. Hold on, though. Hold on. Okay. Before yeah, we get to the additions. What Gorgeous box art. Are you kidding me? Oh my! Just God. a little bit of the symbiote going up Peter's arm uh, right? with Miles also together swinging through the city. It's like Spider-Man oh. Two's two Spider-Man just made sense, and then and my then... mind went. Well, what about that Spider-Man Three? We gonna get Spider-Woman in there? We gonna get a Spider-Gwen? Because honestly, that... can I can I say something very very controversial? Oh boy, here we go. Buckle I think, in. I think Spider-Woman Gwen Stacy's costume. Possibly top five, just in general, Spider-Man oh. costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like incredible. the ghost spider, the white one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, it's I really love good. the hood. That makes no sense. But like her design just, yeah. I love it. I um, agree. And then that Venom key art, though, <laughs> which is the Steelbook uh, case. Yes. Spoiler alert. It's not a plain Jane like the PS4 version was with the cherry nope. red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Venom is way bigger. Which gives me like the ultimate Spider-Man it's big vibes. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's taking Miles and Spider-Man both on. It's 
Oh, we of course the standard edition seventy dollars. The edition that you guys will be picking up is the deluxe edition at eighty dollars. The deluxe edition again costs an extra tenner, but here's the pre-order bonuses. 10 unique suits, five for Peter, five for Miles, additional photo mode frames and stickers, and two additional skill points. Don't know how I feel about 10 unique suits. How many suits are going to be in there? That's, that's, I think, the important thing to me. You think it's a lot? I think there's going to be a lot. Because 10 suits seems like, ooh, that's a lot of content we're taking for beeps. It's five for each, though. Uh, all right, fair enough, but still doesn't make me feel nice. I, I no, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with as you. someone that's gonna get it. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the here's the edition you really care about. Special edition, two hundred and thirty dollars worth of investment. All right, I underlined that, bolded it in the notes, so you know it's a two hundred thirty dollar investment. When you're telling your significant other, when you're telling a loved one, when you're telling your mom and your pa, hey, listen. This is an investment because these statues, they only go up in value based on eBay question mark. I mean, look at that last of us one pandemic edition statue, which is like over a thousand dollars right now. Use that as an example, kids (laughs) use that as an example. All right. So you get everything in the deluxe, including that beautiful steel book. Ooh, we got to love it. It looks fantastic. I, I added that. I added the no physical disc. It is a digital code only again. That's right. Good. Boo. Good. Boo. Look, hey, did you see all that smoke outside? That's pollution, cuz. All right, we don't need to pollute the earth by getting Excuse me? more of those plastic di- discs in there. Plastic dicks? Is that what you were about to say? <laughs> discs. Discs. All right, okay. okay. All right, Joe. <laughs> don't let the pre-show confuse you, bud. I said discs. All right. <sighs> boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyway. 19-inch statue, <laughs> speaking about discs, 19-inch uh, statue featuring two Spider-Men fighting Venom. Uh, yeah, I saw the commu- one of the community managers slash social media folks going, it is three times bigger than the original statue we put in there. Whew. Whew, indeed. Whew. Yeah, and it's exclusive to PlayStation Direct, so I know this is going to be a fight for me to pre-order. I cannot wait to go through that struggle. Yeah, listen, anyone in the community that wants to grab me one and uh, is okay with me paying you in a payment plan, uh, <laughs> I'd be extremely grateful. <laughs> Please and thank you. Yes. Uh, so, a huge pop, and you're right, Kyle. I was out for five minutes because... You, you really were, yeah. I was just too excited. I was on cloud nine. This is... Whew, October 20th can't come soon enough, man. Because... Mm-hmm. As I'm looking at it, I'm like, there are two games right now that are my game of the year contenders, Diablo and Zelda. If there are the only other two that can be fighting this fight at this very point in time will probably be Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man. And Spider-Man wow, really just, is. Just throwing Resident Evil 4 away. Oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, and as I'm saying that, Resident Evil 4, of course. it's it's. But and just Dead think Space? about that. But just think about that. In six months, we have so oh, yeah. many amazing games. We oh, can't yeah. even. We've been extremely lucky this year so far. It's just really been the best year in gaming. I know people are like, oh, actually, 2008, actually, 1996. Yeah. Well, guess what? I was five. So, no, it's this year. This has been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. 
Can I can I describe this next trailer? <laughs> Feel free. Go for All it. All right, cool. This is where I get canceled. Like a Dragon Ishin. Or sorry, like a dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name got a new trailer and comes out on November 9th. I say, let me describe you this trailer because this trailer happened, I think, immediately after Spider-Man. So I understood nothing. And to put in, <laughs> insult and injury here, they were also just speaking Japanese and I had no idea what was going on. But game looked pretty. Game looked like more Yakuza or, well, what it's now called, like a dragon. Like it's called it uh, back in Japan. So looks great. Looks fun. Looks like more like a dragon. Mm-hmm. Not for me, though. But yeah, I know fans of that series are going to. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. All right, Kyle. Here's that next one for you, bud. Matt Patches over at Polygon writes about the new clip from the Twisted Metal show featured a fight between John Doe and Sweet Tooth. Here we are on the precipice of Peacock's Twisted Metal show. Developed by the team behind Deadpool, written by Cobra Kai's Michael Jonathan Smith, and starring Marvel's new Captain America, Anthony Mackie. And the oh, show's right. first okay, clip- SEO writer. <laughs> cool. <it. laughs> In the show's first clip, which premiered during the 2023 Summer Game Fest stream, we see exactly what the show is laying down in our first taste of Sweet Tooth, the franchise's murderous spokes clown, embodied by pro wrestler Samoa Joe and voiced by Will Arnett, who also produces the series. Wild. This exists wild. That was Matt, by the way, not me. Yeah, that was Matt. All right, but first off, very passive-aggressive tone by Matt throughout this article, which I would just like to say, relax, because you saw the SEO writing you did right there, bud. Settle down. All right, settle down. Also, using Short. Samoa Joe's real name. Come on, it's Samoa Joe. What are we doing yeah. here? Come on. Jeez. Honestly, <laughs> didn't hate it. And now that I know that it's Deadpool, uh, the, the team behind Deadpool, and written by Cobra Kai, uh folks mm-hmm. okay all right i'll give it a shot i have peacock yeah. what's it gonna hurt it, it it is exactly the kind of campy not gonna take itself too seriously kind of show that i'm kind of into yeah even even though i would much rather prefer a very darker twisted metal black type of show i'm all in for this for sure the jokes were were cringy and campy uh I ricky them. martin playing yeah it was it was fun it was a good yeah. time it's a good time. Uh, not going to be the last of us by any stretch of the imagination here, but uh, we don't have to just immediately. I think one of the things that we got to get our, off our high horses there, Matt, uh, is every time <laughs> we see a video game adaptation of a thing, we automatically cringe and go, Ugh, and, and go, oh, this is just Hollywood taking the things I love. Dude, the Mario movie exists. That's a really great time. Like mm-hmm. The Last of Us exists. They're getting they're starting to get it right by meeting everything with pessimism just because the Halo show exists. Uh it's just I mean, not I mean things uh, take not time. That's the world I want to live in, you know? Yeah, things take time. If if a lot of people don't realize that there were older Captain America movies and a Fantastic Four yeah. movie that was not very good. Yeah. It takes it takes time. For time. for for them to find their footing and to realize what makes a good adaptation, so like, and this could have been the Gran Turismo movie trailer again. It could have. So let's keep the let's keep the snarkiness to a minimum. Yeah. Here, okay. Also, right. yeah. PlayStation showing up. They showed up in a big way, and, and they, that partnership is more than just like just for branding per se. Like they were, they were a big chunk of the show at least for the last like four were or the five big, things. They were the big pops. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, well, let's, let's, sir, this is your beloved 
Oh, thank Just you. Just take it away. Just take it away. Oh, like I said last week, it was happening. I believed it. And oh, boy. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth launches in early 2024. To end the show, we got a new trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We see some of the vast areas that players can explore, rideable chocobos, new characters, and boss fights. It looks like Yuffie is playable, and there will be some more alternate time narrative plot beats as well. Overall, it looks like an expanded, more vibrant version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Square Enix also confirmed that the game will launch early in 2024 and will be spread across two... That's right. Two PlayStation 5 discs. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, Kyle, my God. you freaked oh out. Oh, my man. God. I freaked out. I feel like whoever wrote this has never experienced Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, no. a more vibrant version. Midgar got destroyed. What do you want? <laughs> it's not all gloomy and dreary everywhere else. Yeah. Oh, this was this is a good look. This is yeah. good. I, and they left a lot still that I want to see. Mm-hmm. But just like seeing the Chocobos, seeing the Chocobo farm near Calm um, from the original. I I can't wait to see if they're doing the Midgar Zolum, which is a giant snake that is way too powerful for you when you first exit Midgar. So I, I, I hope that's still in there. Yeah. Um, seeing what I imagine is, is Yuffie stealing Materia. In that one scene where she it, it, like runs into Cloud and she's like, "Oh, oh my God, help me!" Oh, wowzers! Because <laughs> in the in the original, when you come across her in the forest, she steals all your stuff, Ooh, and okay. you have to you have to go find her. Um, seeing Red Thirteen as playable, it looks like he's got some moves, which is awesome. Yep. Uh, Yuffie is joining. Uh, seeing uh, Bugenhagen and Cosmo Canyon. Oh my God! I'm All gonna right, weep. now you're making up words. Now I am not. That says that's the character's name. That's Red Thirteen's dad, dude. Oh, um, his papa. His papa. At least like uh, if I remember correctly, that that music is gonna make me weep. Uh, my God, it just. I'm just so happy. I'm a happy person. This and, looks and great. Ending, ending on that that flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, at Nibelheim, oh my god, y'all aren't ready if you've never experienced that. Uh, but again, they're telling a brand new story, so who knows if it's going to hit the same beats, but Tifa was wearing the, the cowboy hat and everything. Oh, and like, oh, listen. Listen. What? She was wearing a cowboy hat. Respectfully. Yeah. I just, who knows with you sometimes, you know? You can get a little kooky and crazy. Oh, I can get kooky and crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right, big As, boners over here. Whoa, whoa, that was the pre-show. Oh, Listen, I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny way to get, you know, to say things so that you don't flub things. It's funny. It's a funny phrase. All right. Uh, for me, it's a for non, you? Yeah. It's a yeah. non-Final Fantasy VII stand. Like, I have, I know, like, the main beats, but I'm not, you know... I, I, I'm not chomping at the bit. You know what I mean? To go replay the original, to know everything so that I know everything when Rebirth comes out. As a new Final Fantasy fan and someone who got into the series with 7 Remake, Rebirth has me really excited because like, as we were watching it all play out, I was like, all right, I remember really loving this and seeing the the world and how just wider it is. 
Like having that open world area, I, I think is something that really excites me. Cause I think one of the problems I had with seven remake was it kind of just felt like I was running down corridors. Right. At, at, at which makes time. sense. We, we were only in Midgar, which is a yep. very dense city. And, and, and again, and it's a city. It's really, yeah. So I, I understand that, but like to see like the, the, the forests and to see the combat in these wide open areas, again, I'm going to say words that are, I say all the time, but it's, it's much more vibrant. I love seeing just brighter colors out there mm-hmm. because not everything has to be charcoal, brown, or dystopian. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. th- this was this was great. I think they opened up the trailer really well as well, kind of catching you up going, hey, this is what happened in the last installment so that you know. And here they are, and there's more mysteries to unfold, and things yeah, aren't happening they were, completely like you think. What they, they were are. talking about is very important for, like, who Cloud is and, and- – yeah. What's going on with how Seven Remake ended? So like they're 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 setting the groundwork to make another stellar entry into what this remake series is. Yeah, I'm just I'm wondering two discs, right? Like how yeah. far are we going? Like I from mean, the original, I I can I hope far. Yeah, like I hope we at least get Vincent, which I think we will because Nibelheim is shown off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I hope I hope it, it's 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 farther. We get more from the original game than we did at, uh, in, in the first one. Yeah. Now Jadis von Metal writes in just like you can too if you add us over at PS Room on Twitter or you join the over three hundred plus of y'all in our Discord server. He writes in wondering about the two discs Final Fantasy Seven thing. Is it an installation disc or two playable discs? If it's the latter is the case, it's going to be a goddamn blast. In 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 the year that is 2023 where, you know, games like Survivor come out and it's just like, hey, here's the first hour of the game on the disc, but the rest got to yeah. download it. This is pretty beefy that like Square Enix is like two discs. <laughs> yeah. God, God, we can't trust our servers to, to, to handle this. It's two discs large and you're gonna wow like it brings me back to the ps2 times you know mm-hmm. or the xbox 360 ps what times. do you what do you think that digital download is how big is that that download <sighs> we, we we getting close to like 180 i think that would make sense right i mean it, it depends on the size of the <laughs> listen it's not the size of the disc that matters folks but the context in that disc sure 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 sure. but if it's like a 50 gig disc and it's on two discs then i could see it being around 100 uh 100 uh, gigs yeah you always yeah. made me say dicks by the way. <laughs> yeah, well you did now so <laughs> yeah i got on the brain so here we go uh but yeah i it's also crazy how that's stirring controversy because i think that is the coolest thing it's, right? It, That's exciting. It's a big game, and they're not just yeah. throwing it over to a server for you. I don't know. It brings no. me back. We were we were so afraid that they were going to have, like, four or five entries into this thing. So mm-hmm. the fact that they came out and were like, there's going to be three, and now that we know that this one has two uh, discs full of content on it, yeah, I, I expect this game to be a massive uh, overall, I, really impressed with what I saw and just the showcase yeah. at large. Uh, I want to read some of the community's reactions. We got a lot of yeah. them here. So let's just take it, you know, one by one. One by you one. Know, we sure. switch off. 
Yeah, between. So take it away. Robot Penguin writes, was pretty good. A super long showcase, but had nice surprises. Yeah, I agree. Ageless Hermit 93 writes, thought it was a good show. Now I need the time machine to fast travel to the beginning of 2024 because of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Day one. Love to see it. Love to see it. Talk about collector's edition. Where is mm-hmm. that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth collector's edition? Give me that steelbook. Oh boy toxic solid eight out of ten i'd say was not disappointed by the big finale very happy to have spidey's release date now and i know exactly when i can pre-order because i'm getting me that collector's edition unfortunately got to go through ps direct though same i know dicko writes hey guys i felt uh kind of the same as the playstation one oh okay very middle of the road really Apart from the end, I know because <laughs> Dicko's picture is of Cloud, um, I also felt there was a lot of swords and magic style games. Do you think this ha- is an Elden Ring effect? Hmm. Yeah, because I, I, there was like the, the AVM game that showed for like the 14th time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think video games, it's, it's either you're holding an AK or you're holding a wand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, I just Did- boiled down video games. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, um, I don't know, I, did, I didn't get that sense of like it was yeah. a lot of magic. I didn't either. Right. But there, there, there is, there's always ebbs and flows for what kind of games we're getting, and I think we're in that yeah. just in that time frame right now. Ooh, and they also add, I yep. went from mm-hmm. I want Liza P to being a little unsure now, and that's why demos are important. Yeah, please play that demo, and then come back to us next week. Yeah, yeah, last night. Um, Clearwing XYZ says, hey, guys, I hope all is well. I thought the show was solid, but like usual, it was a bit too long. There's a good mix of AAA, AA, and Indies that was sure to please everyone watching. The only games that I will be getting that was shown are FF7 Rebirth, Spider-Man 2, and Remnant 2, but I still enjoyed the show. It's interesting to hear that there's no second one that thought it was super long. Yeah. I thought it moved pretty quick. I think we both thought that. Yeah. I thought, I'm like, wow, because in the beginning. I wasn't checking the time at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wasn't checking my watch at all. And I think that's, I think, proof of, like, a good showcase. It's like, I wasn't checking my phone to be on yeah. Twitter. I I, re- I hate that. I hate when, listen, here's a pet peeve. When although you're having you reactions. Did, or, or though you did do that. Again, <laughs> I know. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Spider-Man 2, I'm like, I got to yell to the world. If a, I, I hate when, like, we're having a reactions and everything is like, I'm on my phone. I'm Because then just mm. I react on Twitter. But if it's sure, Spider-Man, sure, sure, sure. I need to yell at the world. I need to yell loud <laughs> at the world. Um, but, oh, yeah, I thought it was actually, I would disagree there. I think I think the... yeah. Yeah, it's a nice pace. I, I liked it. All right. Yuna writes, hey, guys, I felt this was much better than the PlayStation Showcase with Rebirth and Like a Dragon with a man uh, with no name. Overall, it 8 out of 10. Now you have to wonder what the Xbox show is in store because we did not get cyber the mm-hmm. Cyberpunk expansion. That's right. Or the rumored P3 remake here. So that'll probably be at the Xbox show. Well, trust me, Yuna. We'll talk about that one in a sec. <laughs> all, uh, sorry, all in all, a good time to be a gamer, no doubt. Absolutely. And Famous Seamus also writes in saying, going to give the show an eight. Getting Spider-Man 2 release date was amazing, and there were a lot of games that looked good. Kind of wish that the release date was held off until closer to the end, since some people, cough, Joe, cough, was so shocked by the news that they weren't paying attention to the games after the news. Like a one-two punch of Spider-Man 2 and FF7 Rebirth. Granted, I don't think Joe or Kyle would be able to recover from that. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Guilty. Oh. 
Also, yeah. to that point, uh, another game that was shown off, which we don't have written down that I wanted to just mention, is that Banisher game from yeah. Don't Nod. Uh, yes. That looks very, very cool because Don't Nod, to me, are very, you know, the story based. It's yeah. a Life is Strange thing. And, and to have that story but add some action combat to it and a really cool sounding story of, of uh, uh, a husband who can see his uh, uh, past wife in ghost form. And his whole goal is to get them back. And by doing so, he has to banish other ghosts and other spirits and stuff. Yeah. It's a very cool concept, and it looks pretty cool, too. So, yeah, yeah. there's some uh, good stuff here. Yeah, no, honestly, a lot of good stuff. And, yeah, you're right. Spider-Man got me a little distracted. <laughs> My bad. Uh, the Black Harry Potter writes in with a two a $20 super chat saying, Just love you guys. Keep up the stellar content. Trophy room for life. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. Thank you, thank you, sir. All right, Kyle. It's now time. We broke down the showcase. If I give it a number score, eight point five. What about you? I give it a. I give it an eight. It was solid. Also, I forgot we, we gave up on the yay and nays, <laughs> and it's too late to go a back. Lo- a lot of these are yays. A lot of a these lot are yays. A lot yeah. of these. I just literally remembered. All right, <laughs> Kyle. Time for some flash yeah. news. Gotta run fast. Gotta run fast. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. I, I got I got this flash news, baby. Okay. Um, here's one. Promising indie game. Cocoon will launch on PS5 and PS4. Of course, this is the indie spectacular because there was other showcases and announcements outside of Jeff's show. Uh, Cocoon being one of them. This comes from Liam Croft over at Push Square. First announced last year at the Xbox Game Showcase. It's been confirmed that the incredibly promising indie game from former Limbo and Inside developers, Cocoon, will come out on PS4 and PS5. The title appeared during the Day of the Devs. Footage sh- uh, reveals how you'll be able to dive into different worlds and solve puzzles within them and leave the world to be transported into a wider bio. From there, the world you will uh, sorry you were just in is represented as a ball that you could carry with you to solve even uh, more brain teasers. Oop, your mic's being fuzzy, Kyle. Uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. Yep. Yep. It was a little static. Uh oh. Whatever you did yesterday to stop it, you should do there. This is this is some 2044 stuff again. Look at this. Okay. Clips detail how you can dive in and out of the worlds to solve puzzles within the wider universe, and further footage reveals a huge scope of this universe jumping. It looks incredibly promising. And that is incredibly... Unplug it. Burn it with fire. Oh, my God. Did you unplug it? Unplug it? What is that? He doesn't know. Okay, now he's now he's screwing around. It has to be something with the wires, y'all. It has to be something with the wires. But that was frightening. And I hope Kyle lives after this. Kyle, are you Hello? alive? Hi. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You, you, no more bees are attacking you. I I literally didn't touch anything. I, I know. I don't, I, there has to be some type of weird static <sighs> if you're happening. It's always something. You know, yeah, like... Uh, I'll just get you new wires. It's going to be fine. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. No, no. Hey. Hey. Don't worry. Don't worry, little bear. Again, patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. That's why we have it here. So we can buy you new cables, new wires when things break. Because sometimes things break, you know? 
All right, Kyle, Devolver showed things. I'm going to make this quick. <laughs> this is part of the Flash news right here right now. How dare you? Uh, I'm kind of hot and cold on Devolver's showcase. It's kind of like a, hey, look at, we're holding a microscope to the industry and how weird our tropes are, but we get a little bit too meta with things, and I don't know. It, you didn't like them making fun of AI? I liked it, but then at the same exact time, I'm like, it's kind of like when a comedy skit goes for too long, you know? Mm. It's like, when is this skit going to end? And they just kind of keep going, and then it loses its muster. That's how I feel about the Devolver Showcase. Uh, that said, they showed off a couple of games, one called Baby Steps, uh, which is where you control an unemployed guy where you're controlling <laughs> his top half and his bottom half independently yep. from each other. Uh Human From fall. the creator of uh, uh, Getting it Over It. Yeah. Yeah. But Getting Over It was an incredibly frustrating one where the guy's in the big, like, kettle with the sledgehammer and you have to swing to get up the mountain. It's it's the same developer of that. So it's going to be incredibly hard and incredibly frustrating. Cool. I like uh, that. But it was, make it was games that just want to piss me off. It's a very, it's a, it was a very funny trailer. All right. Fair enough. Human Fall Flat 2. Uh, team up and let your creativity run wild in Human Fall Flat 2, the outrageous new sequel to the much-beloved capers of everyone's favorite physics-based human friends. Ooh-wee. Wizard with a Gun, which this one looked awesome. This is a Joe-ass yeah. game. Wizard with a Gun is an online cooperative sandbox survival game set in a magical wilderness raw with dangerous creatures, arcane mysteries. Embark on the journey alone or with friends to collect, craft, and outfit your wizard with, oh, sorry, however you see fit as you explore the unknown. Carefully designed weapons, bullets, and furnishings for your tower home, but try not to burn it down as all magic you wield escalates beyond your control. Cool beans. Yeah. Uh, then last but not least, we see more uh, of the Talos Principle 2 by Crota. Very Crota. pretty, but I'm Very way pretty. too dumb for that game. Yeah, way too dumb. <laughs> that said, overall, okay. I like Wizard I, with a Gun. Yeah, I think it was it was a solid Devolver. I actually like the the shtick. I like the 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 poking fun. Mm-hmm. I miss I miss Nina from the previous Devolver directs the Mad ex- Executive. I miss that. Although the Volvi gag was was kind of funny. But I think this shows that Devolver has so many games in the pipeline. Yeah. Because there are so many things that they didn't show that I'm shocked. Plucky Squire. Yeah. Gunbrella. Yeah. Pepper Grinder. Talk to me. Uh, Angerfoot. Those are all very anticipated Devolver games that we didn't see. And I'm very confused as to why those games are coming this year. And to not show them, Especially I thought was a little Plucky weird. Squire, which looks just yeah, 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 yeah. Like we saw it at the PlayStation Showcase. Yep. So maybe that's why we didn't get it here. But I don't know. I think that's why it's we didn't get strange. it. Very strange. Like for yeah. example, like the reason why you show the Spider-Man release date is because you still want to be part of the big conversation with everybody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why you show Final Fantasy VII here and you don't at the, your showcase, and the reason why you didn't see sixteen again here is because you don't want to overlap your Final Fantasies. Right? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. So, like, I understand why some games are here and some games aren't. But you're right. Like, Plucky Squire should have been here. Because I think yeah. I think when it comes to indies, you can show them a lot. Even Talos Principle, you can show those a lot. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to harm you. All right, Kyle. 
Last but not leastly, in our flash news, this is a rumor. Rumor has it. Atlas, not so much a, a rumor, more like a a bad accident that a whole team is paying the consequences for because yep. someone uh, someone didn't update their social media calendar and accidentally put the wrong day in. So this sucks. Atlas mm-hmm. accidentally leaked Persona 3 Reloaded and Persona 5T Tactica on their Instagram. Of course, this was supposed to be revealed at the Xbox showcase. And this is one of those examples of like Xbox, when they make a deal with you, don't even don't even talk about the other platform, you son of a gun. Yeah. Exclude them from your press releases so that you have to make another one a week out uh, quelling the audience going, don't worry, it's coming to other platforms outside of mm-hmm. Xbox. But. Nonetheless, and PlayStation does the same, but yeah, well, not uh, no, I, the press I mean, releases I, they they do, but like well, they, I turned on YouTube after Summer Game Fest, and PlayStation flooded my inbox uh, subscription box with the game trailers we saw with the PlayStation branding. Yeah, so like they do it all the time too, so it'll happen. Yeah, eventually. Sucks though. Yeah, as a big Persona fan, are you excited by this? Or oh, as a Persona I would fan. Yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. I'm big. Like I dabble. Uh, I think it's cool. The like the full uh, tactical trailers up there. It's a Persona Tactics game. Yeah, that's a rad. Yeah. Um, I never played Persona Three, so it's cool that it's getting like a full ground up kind of thing. Um, it's weird seeing Atlas with Xbox behind it. It's cool, man. I, I and I, I I'm okay with it because like you gotta play you gotta play fair. Like yeah. I can't be I can't be happy. That PlayStation's doing it with Square Enix stuff, sure. and then be upset that Xbox is taking Atlas from us. Like it, well, quote unquote, taking it from us. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. paying for marketing, whatever. Like it's cool. I like the battles. It, yeah. It's 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 fun. Yeah, I so I'm excited for Persona Three because uh, mm-hmm. to me, I'm like that has to be a smaller game, right? Oh, no, no, no. Let, let me let me look how long the All original right. one is. Uh, and I love a good tactics game, so maybe P5T is going to pique my interest. But you're right. Like I love seeing, like, what's it going to hurt if Atlas shows at an Xbox showcase? Persona Nothing. 3, uh, main objectives, 82 hours. Oh, fuck. 122 to 100%. Son of a gun. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well. All Hopefully right. I'll play it on the Q light. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, no. So, you know, as a non-Persona fan, I can't wait to see it when, because I saw that it was leaked. I saw like some of the stills. I'm like, I'm going to wait till I actually see the trailer trailer. Yeah. You know? Yep. But yeah, no, this is an exclusive to Xbox, y'all. It's not. Relax. Everything's got to be fine. And even we if were, it is, why not? We were really this close to yeah. going a full leak-free Video game showcase cycle. We were this close, Joe. I know. I know. And then you know, somebody had to put it up on Instagram. Well, of all places, come on. Instagram. Come on. <laughs> uh, that being said, though, talking about the showcases, we will be reacting live to the Xbox showcase with our friend uh, Captain Logan of the Xbox Expansion Pass. So make sure you check us out here on the Trophy Room YouTube channel as we stream live with our good friend. Captain Logan, no other individual will be will be there. Um, as we react, also, react live, can't wait. Yeah. Also, I I know Joe probably won't make it because he's working, but I'm planning to do Capcom and Ubi on Monday. Heck so yeah. come on out here on Monday at YouTube.com/slash at PS Trophy Room, 
And uh, come watch me live react to the Capcom show and Ubi. Should be a good time. And can I be real? We've been really on point with like the social media as of late. Like we've been in tandem really well. You know, we're, we're using that like a surgical, you know, scalpel. You it's get like, to know it, when we're when we're updating y'all, we're updating you and stuff. We're we're like Yandu and Kraglin with the the arrow. Exactly. We whistle and those we navigate social media like that arrow going through a a, a ravager base. You know what I'm saying? Ooh-wee. All right, Kyle. Now it's time for our fi- one of our favorite segments. What you been playing? Yeah. Kyle? Yeah. I'm going to talk a lot about Diablo. So you go talk about Jedi Survivor because you finally beat it. I did. I finally beat it. I'm not going to go fully into it because mm-hmm. we're going to do a Road to Greatness on it sometime sure. soon. With our good friend, um, Jedi Master yeah. Run. Yeah. Should be a good time. It might be a part of our broader plans for the future, bringing community a part of our Patreon stuff. Who knows? Whoa. Um, I liked a lot of it. I loved a lot of it. All right. There's just some things that are just weird to me. Talk to me about it. Like weird executions. I'm not one to point out, like, find editing to be weird but there were some things that happened that i'm like that's weird that's odd that takes me out of it Mm. um also i'm a bit bummed that the planet selection like i felt like this is star wars Mm -hmm. let's go everywhere like i i don't know like it it seems seemed too small and too close together um Gameplay there's was a lot solid. of returning to a planet in particular. Yeah, there's a lot of returning uh, yeah. back and forth. Um, I didn't have. Well, I wouldn't say I didn't have. There were some a lot. There were a lot of game freezes and a lot of crashes towards okay. the end of my playthrough, which bummed me out big time. As you were going for the plat, same here. That happened to me. Yeah, while I was going the, for the 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 backtracking is still not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the story was fun. Cal's great. I love Cal. Okay. I love I love Greasy Money Baby. That's right. Uh, you know when I play that and I and I see Greasy, I think of you. I think yeah. you and Greasy are one and the same. Yeah, it's big same. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty close. Um, and I love Marin. Yeah, I love Marin. the internet. Loves Marin. Oh my god, rightfully so. You respectfully. Stand yeah. Respectfully. Um, yeah, I think it's fun. I I'm I'm locked out of the bounties. Okay. Right now, there's a glitch in the game that the devs have, have talked about where they're just not allowing access to certain players. It's weird. Fair. Like, yeah, I've exhausted weird. all dialogue to get the rumors so I can go out and do these really cool things I've heard really cool things about. Um, and I can't do it yet, so I'm going to have to wait for But, yeah, it's awesome. I love customizing my lightsaber to make it. The moment I got Mets colors, it was over. Orange and blue what, hilt. There you go. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Um, Orange or blue is what you went with? Yep. I found a lot of my time going with uh, yellow, orange, or cayenne. Cyan. Cyan. Cayenne's a goddamn pepper, Joe. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Cyan. (laughs) I did find it weird how later in the game I opened a chest and found wood. (laughs) I can make my hilt out of wood. I was like, that doesn't seem like it's economically going to work. Sounds like someone that doesn't respect wood would say that. Uh, Kyle? Big boners. <laughs> stop. Stop. You're going to make me laugh. It's a funny phrase. <laughs> I know it's late at your house. Yeah. You're going to get yelled at. I am. Um, 
yeah, I'll go into more of the story stuff that I find weird on the road to greatness. I don't want to say it here. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but sure. The my issue with Star Wars is still an issue here in this game. I think they rely too much on things we already know in Star Wars. Sure. And this is coming from a like a not super fan like Joe here. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know. I want like original things and original characters, which you did get, but they're I don't know. It's weird. But there is a twist that that I'm with Joe. I was like, oh, that was cool. Ooh, we. It's real cool. Yeah, I mean, I could disagree with you more on that uh, on that front. But overall, I like that you enjoyed it uh, because I've been enjoying a game, Kyle, that I didn't think would rip me away from Zelda the way it has. Because I have no, I have no idea when I'm going to return to Zelda, and that's not putting pressure at me at all. <laughs> <laughs> You can sleep well at night. You, can, you have no issues. <laughs> I'm on, because you know what? I'm about to enter the water temple and nobody wants to do that. No one thinks water is a good gimmick. Please don't. Please stop, actually. That said, I've been playing a lot of Diablo 4. And um, you can have a podcast on just reviewing Diablo 4. Like, that's how in depth this game is. Uh, when I heard that people had trouble of putting down a 20 minute review because it was like a capped review, like the, the embargo was like, you can't go over 20 minutes. And some people were like, can't do it. This game's too broad. We'll wait a few days. Uh, and, and so that we could put, uh, you know, a 30 or 40 minute review out. I thought, oh, that, that's, that's a lot of you talking about a game. Can't, does it make sense? But no, mm-hmm. it definitely does. There's a lot going on in Diablo. This is a this is a dense game. And honestly, it's it's intimidating to just talk about. Look, I've spent a minute just talking about how intimidating it is to talk about. The map is ginormous. I think I think this is Blizzard at their best of learning what they do right and how to make worlds the way that Blizzard knows how to make them. So, for example, these aren't zones that you load into, per se, like they were back in Diablo 3. You'd enter the desert area and you're hit with this loading screen. No, everything is one giant open world, and it is huge, and there is so much to do and so many unique things happening, but each zone or each area of the open world is zoned off so that you're actually walking into a semi um multiplayer arena or massively multiplayer arena where you're wandering around there's a public event that's just happening around you and you walk on into it and you see you know dozens of characters there fighting the, a giant beast or a few folks fighting a waved base challenge or a puzzle are these or real players happens. real players so you're wandering in what feels like a, an actual you know lived in world with other players just besides you in there mm-hmm. um the classes are in depth man <laughs> like you can make a sorcerer that has lightning abilities mixed with you know fire abilities and ice abilities and it all makes sense like you're not you're not tethered into a spec when you pick a class it's kind of like skyrim in a way where it's like hey you're just building out your sorcerer you know, you're building it with with talents and with abilities that you think would make sense. And that's where the real end game falls into of just building out your character. It's much more about the skills that you're applying to your character than the gear you're obtaining, though it plays a part into it. 
Um, and then when you hit level 50, you get into the end game, it gets even deeper into its tiers so that you're actually building out what is a monster character that you feel like a wrecking ball. Like there's an ability that I get as a sorcerer that I can make some of my abilities, just passive abilities that happen. So I turn like my ice shards into like a machine gun for the most part. Whoa, or like okay. I just spawn blizzards in front of me every 15 seconds, or I just freeze enemies out, you know, whenever, like every five seconds. And it makes it, it, it just, it, it builds a level of, I guess verticality is the only word that I can, I can think of to your character that you're building the mage that you want to build, or you're building the barbarian you want to build. And mm -hmm. everything feels like it's like you're playing it right. It's never punishing you. Uh, there's not there. I mean, there definitely is like the meta build to a character, but you don't have to necessarily follow that to have a good time with this game. The dungeons are challenging. You're going to die a lot in this game, <laughs> a lot in this game, uh, whether it's playing solo or with a crew, you're hopping into dungeons. The bosses are again, challenging. They take communication and, when you're also in the world and you're fighting world bosses, it also takes kindness from strangers into account where like y'all are helping each other with, you know, no real way of communicating verbally. You know, like I was wondering, I saw this one mage had a problem or was having a problem. So I just swooped in and I just blew everything up with, with my, my shard ability. And like, they, they just thanked me. I'm like, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> But the same thing happened to me three hours ago and a barbarian came rushing through and just breaking everything and helping me out. So might as well do the same back at you. The game's brilliant, man. And the story, while I don't think it is the best Diablo tale, though I'm in act four of six so far, it mm -hmm. could be backloaded. I think Lilith has a lot of promise, but I think that's the only thing that is a letdown right now. That is the story isn't that spectacular. In fact, it's kind of, it's it's kind of just middling, but the fact that there's so much to do in this world and it's about, to me, more of the little side quests and side characters that you're running into and you're getting distracted by is probably mm -hmm. what's playing in the part of I'm not connecting much with the main story because, man, I, I spent 10 hours just helping like Mary and her farm infested with demons. I totally forgot what just happened in the story. Mm. But the cinematics are crazy. And even just some of the cutscenes that are in engine, um, it very much takes from that God of War element where it's, hey, you're in the game and now the camera's just panning lower mm. and filling out this 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 scene. And then it pans out when it's done. Um, okay. So it's, man, it's it's great. It's Diablo are you, are you playing solo? Is it possible for me to solo it or you will need an online connection? So I mean, yeah, but yeah. like I but don't yes. have to party up and, and, and No. Uh, okay. you could party up with friends and you'll be following that person's main story. Um mm -hmm. but you could definitely solo it and be fine as okay. well. But endgame is gear, gear, gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete these dungeons and in, in different type of difficulties. So yeah. All right, cool. I'm playing the sorcerers so far, loving it. When I found out about the enchantment system and the passive main abilities that I have, oh man, <laughs> the game just opened up, man. I Sweet. I adore this game. This is 
This is the game of the year contender for sure. Ooh-wee. All right, Kyle, I talked a lot here, but let's finish it up with, uh, you know, one of my favorite segments. I'm going to be real with you. Kyle, are you holding on to something? My vitamin water. Good. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals dropping to the PlayStation storefront. On June 6th, Amnesia, the bunker on PS4, Diablo 4 on PS5 and PS4, Loop 8, Summer of Gods on PS4, Raiden 3X, Maku... Mikado, Mikado Maniacs. Yeah, PS5, PS4. Swamp Star on PS4 on June what is 7th. Swamp Star. Moto GP 2023 on PS5, PS4. New Lands on PS4. Nocturnal on PS5, PS4. Uh, SNES S Midnight on PS5, PS4. Terminal Velocity Boosted Edition on PS4. And 2D and Top D. Yeah, no, Top D and 2D. Oh. Top down. 2D. Fuck. <laughs> Why do I? I gotta start spelling out things phonetically. You yeah, know? it's all right. You're you're no. you're allowed. It's 11:58 at night. Okay, y'all. Yeah. All right. And the audience. Not <laughs> really. Everyone watching live. It really isn't. <laughs> no. Trust me. Just turn the clocks up a little bit. Uh, yeah. Go get Diablo 4. All right. It's also the top selling Blizzard game with a whole lot of caveats, but I'll. I'll believe it. Great. Right. And Mega Fox was in a commercial, and I am but a man. Just, just, just a, just a humble servant of the Lord. All right, Kyle. My lady. My lady. It's time for our truest favorite segment of the night, and because of so many people wrote in about the showcase, we only, only really have two real questions. But it's time yeah. for the Sony Pony Express. Yay! Ace Insane writes, hey guys, not really a question, but I have to say my birthday is on October 14th and between Assassin's Creed, Lord of the Fallen, Alan Wake 2, and now Spider-Man 2, we are getting treated in October. I mean, we'll, we'll say happy birthday when we get closer, but you're going to have a great month, my friend. <laughs> a lot of those games are going to be moving out of the way. I, think Assassin's, <laughs> I don't know about that. I think Assassin's Creed is safe. Lords of I think the Alan Wake 2 is safe. What? I think Spider-Man is safe. So you're saying Lords of the Fallen is going to move? Yeah. I, I, would. I don't know. I would even say Alan Wake maybe you move it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's one of those things where, like, I remember in, was it, 2017, right? Like, you had Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Wolfenstein, and Mario. And though those games aren't Is that Odyssey or Origins? Origins, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Though those games aren't same anywhere day. near the same the same genre, yeah. it's the same day, and those genres do connect. And when it comes to marketing, uh, there's no way of marketing around the big giant plumber that will be everywhere. You know, <laughs> sure. So I don't know, something something to keep into perspective. Uh, crispy, uh, what was it Gear Geiger? Geiger. Okay, that's why I was thinking Skyger. I was like, mm -hmm. well, maybe it's not. All right. How does it make you guys feel knowing that PlayStation didn't seem to be holding back a lot of big guns? Spider-Man 2 and Rebirth aside at the showcase. Do you feel better about the previous announcements or should we be worried that the uh, sorry about the rumors that we haven't seen yet? Kyle, are you worried, so, man? So basically what they're asking is are we, do we feel better knowing that 
the things they showed at the PlayStation Showcase, they weren't hiding things such as like Bluepoint or or uh, Sucker Punch and saving them for Summer Game Fest. Uh, um, so, I mean, we still got some. We still got two huge things that are PlayStation. Yeah, tied to PlayStation. The fact that Spider Man Two. The date wasn't at the showcase. I still think is really weird. I get mm-hmm. it. You want to own another cycle of of news and whatnot. Yeah, and I I definitely think they they did that. There's a lot yeah. of PlayStation at Summer Game Fest, um, but I still I still find it weird. And I, I'm not I'm not as worried as I was. I think we'll see we'll see the stuff when we see him. Yeah. It's just after not having a showcase for so long and we got that showcase and didn't get a whole lot of first party there. It's just a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, and some of the things that people take out of context of like PlayStation's only going to have two games next year. Are you worried? I'm like, they always have like two games every year. Like, it, like perspective is so important, y'all. Because at the end of the day, what we're really arguing is about two or three games that are exclusive to our box versus the other box, right? And like, mm-hmm. Xbox will release probably around four games a year. And what we're really arguing is about like two to three or four to six games a year mm-hmm. that we can or can't play on another console. Uh, so, like, perspective is really everything here. So, when I see what PlayStation has in store for us next year, I think early next year, we already see what we're going to have with final fantasy seven, you know, rebirth. And I think that's fine at this point in time, but then we also have Concord that's supposed to be 2024 and we have not seen anything from it. Nothing. And we're also supposed to, but it's not happening. Get Wolverine in 2024 as well. Mm -hmm. So like we have a vague, idea i think the truest problem is as a playstation fan outside of final fantasy rebirth now we don't know what what's next to come from the the platform again mm-hmm. supposed to be maybe wolverine but we're i don't think any of us is, are believing that so they got things to prove but mm-hmm. you know do you think the the next round of like Expect to see future PlayStation stuff is at that Gamescom show in August. Maybe again, we're gonna get like one or two more, you know, showcase state of plays this year. None of them are gonna be showcase level, but I think you'll get a few surprises to maybe quell your, sure. you know, your doubts. That's what my bloodlust. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Listen. With all the screaming, the hooting and hollering that I did out of Spidey and out of this podcast, um, my vocal cords are shot. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. No, no after show this week, everybody. Ooh. Oh well, I'll have a little something for you. I have a little something. Oh, oh, Let's all see. right, Let's okay. See. I spoke too soon. My wait, apologies. Wait, no, no, there's always something. There's always money in the banana stand, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, and with that all out of the way, that's been the trophy room this week. We rounded up everything shown PlayStation wise at the Jeff Keeley Key Three. So, is there anything you'd like to highlight before we get on out of here, Kyle? Yeah, if you want to check out all the indie game stuff that's going on during this Summer Game Fest window, uh, go check out Six One Indie um, on YouTube. I'll be live reacting all Saturday morning because there's three indie f- 
mainly indie showcases happening. Yeah. Um, starting at oh my god, eleven a.m. Eastern, I think, off the top of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be doing that all day Saturday, and uh, like Joe said, come back here on Sunday for. Uh, us checking out what the green side of things have to offer at the That's Xbox right. show and, right. and Starfield. Are we going to be wowed by Starfield? I'm hoping, dude, that controller I am looks too. good. That controller I didn't looks see the controller. Clean. It looks clean. Ooh, exciting. Looks, yeah, exciting. Honestly, probably one of the best like Xbox custom consoles. Just take a look at it. Just take a look at it. That yeah, controller. Uh, yeah. So join us Sunday, June 13th. Oh, that at, is sick. I know. 1 p.m. That Eastern is... Standard Time for the Xbox event as we're joined by our good friend, Captain Logan, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass with his co-host. And I forget his name, but that doesn't quite matter. Again, on Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. Hope to see you there. We're going to have some fun. Reacted to some things that Xbox has to show. And yeah, hopefully I get excited for Starfield. But really, I'm just excited for Fable. You know? Right? Hopefully we yeah. they got it. What, and whatever Obsidian's working on. Come on. So good. Yeah. We're probably uh, going to get that Cyberpunk expansion there. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, bam, that's it. Cyberpunk. Give me Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Phantom Liberty, baby. Oh, God. Idris, let's go. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can follow this show over at The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast service of choice. And if you really liked our voices and you want to throw a dollar or two into a tip jar, head on over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, get some cool exclusive merch and shows when you donate over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep what's about you, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you.